You're listening to Teach Me the Bible podcast, where we unpack the meaning of books, passages, and themes from Scripture. Join us each week as our guests walk us through the truth of God's Word and teach us the Bible. This is Teach Me the Bible podcast. Hey everyone, this is Pastor Tim Webb, and I'm here with David Klingler for our podcast, Teach Me the Bible. And so, David, we uh, we jumped into Philippians the last time, and we got through chapter 1, and then we just uh, took a break, and now we're looking at chapter 2. And so let's jump back into this and see see if we can wrap up Philippians today. Yeah, exactly. So, so just as a way of reminder, Paul is dealing with this church. He's writing this church that's been supporting him from mm-hmm. the very beginning. Uh, he loves this church, and he's concerned uh, that they are being led astray or could be led astray by what he's going to call the dogs, mm-hmm. the false, uh, the false evil workers, the false circumcision, mm-hmm. right? These Jews who are persecuting Paul wherever he goes, uh, and they're teaching this basic uh, theology that says, if you serve the Lord, you'll be blessed. Mm-hmm. Um, which for them is proof that Paul isn't serving the Lord because he's in prison, right? right? And exactly. to make the their you know the, the situation worse, uh, Epaphrodites, who was uh, there in uh, in Philippi, uh, the Philippians send him with a message with a contribution or a gift to mm-hmm. Paul, and when he uh, gets to Paul, uh, he becomes sick, right? Uh, and you can just hear. Oh no! Uh, yeah, you, want, and you can <laughs> no. hear the, the, the bad guys over there <laughs> yeah. saying, "See, we got him see? now. Yeah. Told you, yep. told you. Mm-hmm. You need to listen to us." Right. And um, and so Paul is exhorting them to not listen to them, and he's going to explain to them that first of all, suffering for the gospel is standard fare. Mm-hmm. This has been the case right. from the very beginning, from Cain and Abel, though he doesn't mention that. Right. But but this is this is nothing new. Mm-hmm. All who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, and so. Uh, it has been granted for your sake, not only to believe in him, but to suffer for his sake. Mm-hmm. He's going to remind them that believers have historically and always, even Christ himself, suffered at the hands of wicked men, of evil men. Mm-hmm. And so, don't be alarmed. Remain steadfast. And if you are not alarmed by your opponents, this is a sign of destruction for them, but it is also a sign of salvation for you. Mm-hmm. And that's from God, right? So, that's right. kind of where we right. leave off there at the end of, of chapter uh, chapter uh, one, mm-hmm. uh, and so he wants uh, them t- to continue to uh, be of one uh, one spirit, of one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel. Right, and so right. this is kind of where we pick it up in chapter mm-hmm. two. If there's any encouragement in Christ, if there's any consolation of love, if there's any fellowship of the Spirit, any affection or compassion, make my joy complete by being of the same mind. Maintaining mm-hmm. the same love, united in spirit, intent on one purpose. Well, well, there's a whole lot of theology in that chapter two, verse two, right. verse right. Right. Make my joy complete. Uh, we, we tend to think of this kind of in passing. You know, Paul says it. You know, it's kind of a nice little phrase. Make my joy complete. No, no. Um, this is the same phrase or the same language that Jesus, uh, that John the Baptist uses in the Gospel mm-hmm. of John, that Jesus uses, that Jesus passes on to his disciples, that mm-hmm. that John the Baptist's joy was made full when he introduced Jesus. His mm-hmm. ministry was completed. The purpose for which he was sent 
was fulfilled. It was completed. His joy was made complete by doing his job, that is, introducing Christ. Mm -hmm. Uh, Christ in the the Gospel of John, his joy is made full or made complete by giving the words of the Father to the disciples. And now Mm -hmm. John's going to pick this up in 1 John and say, uh, to the, to these, these listeners, these hearers, these recipients of the letter, make my joy complete. Uh, by listening to my words, because that which we have heard and our, you know, mm-hmm. we we uh, have said to you, and so the passing on of the word, right. and for Paul, the making my joy complete, this fulfillment of his ministry is his the task he's been given of taking the gospel to the Gentiles, uh, being of the same mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to tell the Corinthians. Paul's going to tell the Corinthians. We have the mind of Christ. Not the Corinthians have the mind of Christ, but we the apostles. Apostles have the mind. We of speak the things mm-hmm. of God. Mm-hmm. Uh, no one knows the thoughts of a man except for the Spirit that resides in him. Same mm-hmm. with God. No one knows the thoughts of God except for the Spirit that resides in him, and the Spirit has revealed to us apostles, so that mm-hmm. we can declare to you, so that he who is spiritual listens to us. Mm-hmm. Right. And so the way that the church is to have the same mind is to listen to the words of the apostles and prophets, right? Yeah. They speak the mind of Christ. They speak the mind of God. They speak the mind of Christ. And the hearers, in this case, the Philippians, mm-hmm. are to be of the same mind, that is, to to uh, speak the words of the apostles and prophets. Um, also, maintaining the same love, uh, the same love that Christ has for the church, the same love there to have for one another, mm-hmm. united in the Spirit. There is one Spirit, one body, one faith, one baptism, Ephesians mm-hmm. chapter 4. Mm-hmm. So the one Spirit resides in the one body. The one body is the body of Christ of which the believer is a member. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the mind uh, of the body, the mind of the new man right. is in the head. The head is Christ. Right. The head, <laughs> Christ has revealed his mind to his disciples, mm-hmm. which carries the message uh, to the rest of the body, and that body is united in the Spirit, and intent on one purpose, right? Mm-hmm. The gospel, the service of right. the gospel. I'm confident in this. He who began again work in you will comp- complete it until the day of Christ Jesus, mm-hmm. back in chapter 1, mm-hmm. verse 6. So this is all not just nice phrasing, but it's very intentionally stated. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, and, and so Paul wants them. Uh, to um, to be reminded that they are not to operate in selfishness or empty conceit, mm-hmm. right? Now, this goes back to, uh, 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 at least uh, in part, a reference back to those who in chapter 1 who are uh, preaching the gospel. Some are doing it from goodwill, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and they're doing it out of love, right? Right. Uh, but uh, the others do it out of selfish ambition with impure motives, without mm-hmm. pure motives. Right, and so here he's exhorting them: Don't be like the ones who do it out of selfish ambition or mm-hmm. impure motives. Uh, do nothing out of selfishness or empty conceit, but with humility of mind, let each one regard another as more important than himself. And don't le- merely look out for your own interests, but for the interests of others. Mm-hmm. Um, who would be an example of that? Uh, Jesus. Right. right, which is where he's going. That's exactly where he goes. Have yeah. this attitude yep. in yourself, yep. right. which was also in Christ Jesus, mm-hmm. and which you saw in me. Mm-hmm. Right, he's going to mm-hmm. do that at the end of the book. Right. right, right. So, although he existed in the form of God, he did not regard equality with God something to be held on to, but he emptied himself, taking on the form of a bond servant, being made in the likeness of men, and being found in the appearance of men. He humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on the cross. Uh, Paul's point is that, look, um, if the creator of all can mm-hmm. humble himself and take on the form of lowly man, and even to the point of 
death, and even to the point of death on the cross. Yeah, not just dying, yeah. but death on the cross. So, so no, nobody started higher than he started, and nobody mm-hmm. ended lower than he ended. Right, right. <laughs> Follow that example. Yes, right. right. Uh, as a result, therefore, God highly exalted him and bestowed upon him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee will bow and tongue will confess. Uh, and so forth. So then, my beloved, verse 12, just as you have always obeyed, not only in my presence, but now much more in my absence, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. For it is at God who is at work in you, both to will and to work for his good pleasure. Right? Mm-hmm. Work out. So, um, you know, this Christ, this goes, this beckons back to, uh, uh, to Psalm, uh, to Psalm 2, right? Uh, mm-hmm. uh, that, um, uh, you know, this Christ comes and, and uh, you know, kiss the son, lest he become angry and you perish in the way, right? Mm-hmm. Because these people have taken their stand against the Lord and against his anointed, and he responds uh, by judging them and wiping mm-hmm. them out, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, the the warning at the end of Psalm 2 is take notice, right. you know, he, he take the warning, O mm-hmm. kings of the earth. Mm-hmm. Pay attention, you just... Uh, serve the Lord in fear and rejoice in trembling, fear and trembling. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's how you came to the Lord in fear and trembling, recognizing that you are a sinner. Right. Uh, and you need to continue with that posture. Mm-hmm. Right. right. Um, for it is God who is at work in you, both to will and to work for his good pleasure. So do all things without grumbling or disputing, so that you may prove yourself to be blameless and innocent children of God above reproach in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation among whom you appear of lights in the world. That All of that language, mm-hmm. blameless, innocent, children of God, above reproach, um, that's all Israel language. You, mm-hmm. you are lights of, you're the light of the world. Uh, you're the salt of the earth. But mm-hmm. if the salt loses its saltiness, it's good yeah, for nothing. Sermon on the Mount. Sermon on the Mount. Mm-hmm. And, and so this is Israel's language. And Paul's saying, Israel rejected, and now you Gentiles are operating in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation, Israel. Mm-hmm. Um, this goes back to Deuteronomy 32. I think we talked about this a little bit in the past, right? Mm-hmm. That, right. Uh, that uh, you know, uh, sons I have reared, but they've rebelled against me. They are a crooked and, per- and perverse generation, sons in whom there is no faithfulness. And so mm-hmm. in light of Israel's rejection, the gospel has come to the Gentiles. Mm-hmm. And so Paul is exhorting the Gentiles to do all things without grumbling or disputing, uh, disputing so that you may prove that you're children of God and you will have a witness to the to to these uh this crooked and perverse generation of Jew, of Gent- or I'm sorry of Jewish uh, rejectors of Christ holding fast to the word of life so that in the day of Christ I may have cause to glory right and I didn't run in vain Paul's not saying man I hope uh I can keep my faith till the end that's not what he's saying right his whole purpose for running was to bring the gospel to the Gentiles. And he doesn't want that purpose, that ministry, call to ministry, uh, to be the apostle to the Gentiles, to be worth nothing, to be mm-hmm. in vain. Mm-hmm. And so the only way that his ministry will not be in vain is if they endure. Mm-hmm. And so it, that's the reason for the exor- exhortation. exhortation. Right, right. right. Mm-hmm. So even if I'm being poured out as a drink offering, um, Know this, uh, in a service for your faith, I rejoice and I share my joy with you all. So rejoice in the same way and share your joy with me, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's this fellowship. Then he's going to say, now, uh, let's, let's talk about where you are mm-hmm. here. I hope to, to send you, uh, Timothy shortly. 
so that you may be encouraged. Uh, that, I'm sorry, that I may be encouraged when I learn of your condition. For I have no one else of kindred spirit who will genuinely be concerned for your welfare, for they all care about themselves. See, it's what the people in chapter right. one were doing. They're worried about mm-hmm. themselves, saying, don't do that. Don't only be, con- be concerned about your own situation, but that of others. Um, do all things without grumbling. All the exhortation through here. And the example of that is Timothy. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, ironically, um, we just got done with dealing with, with Timothy. Oh, yeah, right? I was going to say, yeah, the yeah. concern that Timothy would quit. Yeah, so Tim- Timothy uh, will come to you shortly, mm-hmm. uh, and that I may be encouraged when I learn of your condition. For I have no one else of kindred spirit who will genuinely be concerned for your welfare. For they all seek their own interests rather than the interests mm-hmm. of Christ. But you have proven, uh, but you know of you know his, his proven proof. worth. That he served me in the furtherance of the gospel like a child serves his father. That's all the language we mm-hmm. heard in First Timothy and Second right. Timothy. And, and so now, uh, Paul is sending Timothy to the Philippians. I hope to send him to you immediately, but I thought it necessary to send you a Paphrodites. So before mm-hmm. I send Timothy, I want to send you a Paphrodites. And here's why, because you sent him to me. He became sick and then. Not only was I concerned for your faith because he became sick or your participation in the gospel because he became sick, concerned that you may stray from the truth and start mm-hmm. to believe what the bad guys are telling you. Right. He was concerned, too. Mm-hmm. And he was longing for you and was distressed because you had heard that he was sick. For indeed, he was sick, even to the point of death. But God had mercy on him, and not only on him, that I should have sorrow upon sorrow, but mm-hmm. also me. Right. He had mercy right. on me. Therefore, I have sent him all the more eagerly in order that when you see him again, you may rejoice and I may be less concerned about mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, so therefore, receive him in the Lord and hold men in high regard like him because he came close to the death, uh, close to death for the work of cross uh, of Christ, okay. risking his life to complete what was deficient in your service to me, mm-hmm. participation in the gospel. All right. So, so Paul is concerned with them. He hopes to be less concerned with them mm-hmm. when they receive Epaphrodite's back. And then he's going to send Timothy in the next wave of mm-hmm. his ministry. And then hopefully he he's going to come yeah, himself. Right. Yeah, right. exactly right. So, mm-hmm. so finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord. Write these same thing again. It's not trouble for me, and it's a safeguard for you. Mm-hmm. Right? These people who are over there putting their faith and trust in their position, um, and then they're living for their own Purpose as their yeah, own selfish self, interest. Worried, yeah, selfish mm-hmm. interest, not worried about mm-hmm. anybody else. Um, they're they're claiming that that's what they should be doing. And Paul says, "Look, if that's what you're supposed to be doing, I had it right at the beginning. Yeah, I had all the stuff that they claim you're supposed to want. Right. I was a um, <clears throat> for you know they're the false circumcision. You're the true circumcision mm-hmm. who worship in the spirit of God. In other words, um." The Spirit of God, the, the promise of the coming indwelling Spirit was promised to them, and they don't have it. Mm-hmm. You have it. They have physical circumcision, sure, but that's not the circumcision that the Bible's concerned with. It is the circumcision of the heart, mm-hmm. right? And so physical right. circumcision is of some value, mm-hmm. uh, but that's not the complete, that's not the all. So for the Jew, he should not only be physically circumcised, but spiritually circumcised, mm-hmm. circumcision of the heart. He says, they don't, this they don't have, Mm -hmm. but you do. You have the Spirit of God and uh, glory in Christ Jesus, and you put no confidence in the flesh. They Mm -hmm. do, Mm -hmm. you don't. So if anyone. 
And he's pretty brash with this. Absolutely. Pretty harsh, the oh, language he's gosh. using. Yeah, it's Absolutely. not just kind of like, hey, I'm just kind of reprimanding them. I mean. Yeah, he's not saying, you know, I, I, I used to be a, you know, a football player. But, you know, I kind of went on to something better. Yeah. You know, the, no, no, no. He's saying <clears throat> everything that I was mm-hmm. and everything that I used to put my confidence in, mm-hmm. I find to be repulsive mm-hmm. to me and repulsive to God. Mm-hmm. Right? Even though that I myself might have confidence even in the flesh, if anyone else has a mind to put confidence in the flesh, I far more uh, circumcised on the eighth day of the nation of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, uh, Hebrew of Hebrews, as to the law of Pharisee, as to zeal, a persecutor of the church, as to righteousness which is in the law, found blameless. Mm-hmm. In other words, you want to do the law-keeping game, play the law-keeping mm-hmm. game, I win. Right. Against all the other Pharisees, against everybody else. I am the pinnacle of the law keepers, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Right. But whatever things were gained to me, these things I have counted as loss for the sake of Christ. More than that, I count all things to be loss in view of the surpassing value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord, of whom I have suffered the loss of all things. So not only have I lost all things, but I regard them as rubbish. Mm-hmm. That was translated as scubula, mm-hmm. as the filth, uh, the, the the picture here is <clears throat> the the excrement that it flows through the streets, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a strong word, right? Yeah, it's it, you know it's it's a four letter word, and you probably know it, right? It's mm-hmm. it's stronger than you know than the crap word, and it's it's, it's this mm-hmm. isn't pretty. It's, it's, it's vile. This is vile. Right? Yeah, uh, I want you to understand how repulsive this is. Yeah, even when you hear the word, you can smell in your mind That's the right. smell, the stench. <clears throat> That's right. Exactly right. Uh, I mean, you know, what's the most repulsive smell that every, you know, that this mm-hmm. is it, right? Mm-hmm. What's the mm-hmm. worst thing? This is this it. This is it. Yeah, this is it. And may be found in him not having a righteousness of my own derived from the law. That's what I used to mm-hmm. have. Mm-hmm. Recognize that it was of no value, but that which is through faith in Christ Jesus, the righteousness which comes from God on the basis of faith. That is the true value mm-hmm. so that I may know him. And the power of his resurrection, the fellowship of his sufferings, be conformed to his death in order that I may attain the resurrection from the dead. It's future, present suffering, Mm -hmm. future reward. It's what we talked about in Timothy with Mm -hmm. the the farmer, with the soldier, right? Uh, With the athlete who runs the race. Delayed gratification. Exactly it. And it's coming, Mm -hmm. which is why he says, I haven't obtained it yet. Not that Mm -hmm. I've obtained it yet. Not that I've become perfect, but I press on. So that I may lay hold of that which was laid hold of by Christ Jesus. Brethren, I do not regard myself as having laid hold of it yet. I'm not perfect yet. But this I do know, forgetting what lies behind, pressing forward to what lies ahead, I press on to the goal of the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. I press on towards resurrection of the dead and eternal life. Let us, therefore, as many as are perfect, have this attitude. If anyone... uh, of you have a different attitude, God will reveal it to him. So he says, I'm not perfect. If anyone's perfect, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, if you have anything, uh, any kind of a different attitude, right? In other words, you need to align with what I'm saying exactly. And if mm-hmm. you don't, uh, then know this. God will reveal it to mm-hmm. you, right? Mm-hmm. However, uh, keep living by the same stat, uh, standard which you uh, to to which we have attained. In other words, follow our example, right? Brethren, join in following my example. 
and observe those who walk in according with a pattern which you have in us, Timothy, Epaphrodites, hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Those who preach the gospel, those who look out for others. For many walk, of whom I have told you and now tell you weeping, they are enemies of Christ, whose end is destruction. You know, these are the, the law keepers. They think they're right. righteous before God. They're not. This, the, these are, uh, you know, they're destined for destruction, uh, reminiscent of Romans chapter 9. That, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I... I might, you know, I'm not lying. I, my, my, my whole soul aches for these people. I wish mm-hmm. that I myself, Paul says, were even cursed for the sake of my brethren, uh, who are, you know, Israelites uh, according to the faith. But it's not as though the Lord, the word of the Lord has failed. So we, we might want to at this point remind our, our readers as well, even though he's using strong language mm-hmm. against Israel, he still has a passion and love for his brethren. So oh, gosh. it really yes. heightens the emotion. Absolutely. I think we miss so yeah. much emotion oh, yeah. because we have no clue yeah. really the depth of what Paul's saying. He's here. weeping mm-hmm. for those who are mm-hmm. his enemies. Mm-hmm. He loves them. They hate him. Mm-hmm. They have aligned themselves against Christ, mm-hmm. against the servant of Christ, with Satan mm-hmm. for their own destruction. Mm-hmm. And he weeps for he them. He weeps for them. Yeah. He weeps mm-hmm. for that. Yeah. Um uh, you know, whose end is destruction, whose God is their appetite. I mean Boy, you want to talk about a word picture for much of what goes on today in our culture. Mm -hmm. Whose glory is their shame. The very things that they think build them up and make their case are the very things that condemn them. Mm -hmm. Right? Um, So you stand firm, Philippians, so that when you stand firm, it's a sign of destruction for them. Mm-hmm. But a sign of deliverance for you. See that? Right. right. He, it's just, he's still talking about the same right. thing. This is the end right. of chapter one, one twenty eight, mm-hmm. twenty nine. Uh, you know, so so he's saying no. They set their minds on earthly things, on a physical advancement. Now, mm-hmm. for our citizenship is in heaven. Why is our citizenship? Because our That's king where is our in kings heaven. Yeah, if mm-hmm. our king's in heaven, and we are. Um, our citizenship is with our king, and our king's in heaven, mm-hmm. and our citizenship – it doesn't mean that you're going to live for eternity in heaven. It right. means that's where your king is. Right. right? Um, uh, from which we eagerly await a savior. So the king's in heaven, but he's not going to be there for long, mm-hmm. hopefully. Thy kingdom come, thy will <laughs> be, be done. on earth as mm-hmm. it is in heaven. So Paul's mm-hmm. prayer is that the king would come. But if he doesn't, then we'll endure patiently mm-hmm. until he does. Because when he returns, he will transform the body of our humble state into conformity with his body. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what Paul was talking about. Not that I've obtained it yet. I'm pressing forward. I'm looking for this resurrection, eternal life. Mm-hmm. And when he comes, he will transform the body. So they're looking at earthly things, and they're focusing on physical advancement now, mm-hmm. and personal elevation now, and personal righteousness now. I'm looking. I've got my eyes in heaven, my focus on the Lord because he's the one who will bring true reward and true blessing mm-hmm. when he returns, mm-hmm. right? And he will reward those with eternal life by the exertion of his power uh, that he has to subject all to himself. They translate it all things. I find it mm-hmm. interesting that they always are doing this all things. Um, and I think it misses the point that he uh, has uh, even to subject all to himself. Mm-hmm. Now, What's the context here? Uh, may I remind you, uh, therefore God highly exalted him and bestowed upon him a name which is above all names, mm-hmm. every name, all name. At the name of Jesus, every knee will bow, every tongue will confess 
uh, that Christ is Lord. So then, just as you've obeyed, keep obeying. Why? Uh, because he's going to come and he's going to subject all to himself and every knee will bow and every tongue will confess, yeah. right? So all things kind of misses it. It makes you think mm-hmm. of... You know, I would say sticks and rocks. Yeah, and inanimate objects, yeah. everything. No, no, no. He's talking He's, about he, all who even oppose him, mm-hmm. right? Including those who are over there thinking they have a righteousness of their own rather than a righteousness mm-hmm. which comes from God through faith in Christ. So, but, but even, you know, it's coming back to what we see in Romans in verse 21, transforming the body of our humble state into conformity mm-hmm. with the body of his glory. I mean, it's this. This uh, these yep. are like non-negotiables. When you're in faith, yep. I, I don't have to. It's not a convincing or in that moment. You know, yeah, I think no. This is it is all coming under His power. His it's just a, it's beyond me. Yeah, it's resurrection from the dead, yeah. eternal life, a future and it's hope, just, and a present endurance. Period. Period. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, that's that Roman eight eighteen passes. Mm-hmm. For I consider the present sufferings not worthy to be compared. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To the glory which is to be revealed to us, because mm-hmm. He's coming, and when He yeah. comes, it's the groanings sense. are all over. Resurrection of the body. We're Absolutely. done with the groanings, <laughs> and so He's coming. <laughs> yeah. And so our focus is in heaven. Mm-hmm. Our focus is future. Right. We have a hope. We're not mm-hmm. perfect yet, so we endure. We persevere. We hang in there. We follow the example of those who are doing the same. Um, <clears throat> so Paul's words for the Philippians are very much relevant and mm-hmm. applicable mm-hmm. to us today. Therefore, my beloved brethren, whom I long to see, my joy and my crown, my joy and my crown. Mm-hmm. These are the people he's labored for. Right. Uh, yeah, he loves the enemies, but but he also loves the Philippians. These are mm-hmm. the people that if they don't endure, he will have run in vain. Mm-hmm. Right. And so he's longing to see them, and he's urging them that they would stand firm and and uh, that you know that that they would have harmony, that they would be of one mind. And of one spirit, mm-hmm. intent on one purpose, right? Standing right. together, striving together for the for the faith of the gospel. And here you got these two that aren't. They're not living in uh, harmony. And so he's urging them: Look, stop your fighting. Stop your infighting. Look out for the uh, the needs of others rather than your own. And and here you've got these two uh, <clears throat> two women, Yudia mm-hmm. and Syntyche, who uh, he's urging them to live in. Harmony, and he exhorts the the elders. Remember back in mm-hmm. chapter one, we said right. this was written uh, to the overseers and the deacons. This is why, because part of their job is not only to teach um, the doctrine, but to exhort in sound doctrine mm-hmm. and refute those who contradict. So, if you see these turmoil in your church, you fix it, Division. you address it. Divisions, yeah. yes, yeah. Uh, it's unacceptable, mm-hmm. right? And so, indeed, to to com- uh, comrade, I ask you. To help these women who shared in my struggle in the mm-hmm. cause of Christ, together with Clement also, and the rest of my fellow workers whose names are in the book of life. Mm-hmm. Is this the first women's ministry written in the <laughs> scripture? Um, <laughs> Paul's going to write about, uh, well, it's, it's, he writes women's ministry in Philippians. He writes yeah. of women's ministry yeah. in First Timothy. And, yeah. and so, yeah, it, Paul is very much concerned, uh, with the whole church. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think Paul gets falsely charged of being, you know, male chauvinist his pig or something. Right, like that, he does. You know? Yeah, I'm being uh, a little facetious here. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. no. Paul's concern is that all would body. live in mm-hmm. harmony. Mm-hmm. That, uh, that 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 all parts of the that young men and young women and old men and old mm-hmm. women and children and slaves and masters and mm-hmm. servants and fathers and sons and daughters and they would all. In all relationships. Witness this Mm -hmm. testimony Mm -hmm. uh, for the gospel of Christ through how they live. Right. 
and they live in harmony, united. Hmm. It's almost as if they have one mind, <laughs> striving mm-hmm. for one purpose. Uh, their fo- their eyes are focused in mm-hmm. heaven uh, because they recognize their mm-hmm. citizenship. This is how it's supposed to be. And when it's not that way, not only does it uh, damage uh, the relationships in the church, but it also damage, damages the witness of the mm-hmm. church. So rejoice in the Lord always, and I will say again, rejoice. Let the forbearing spirit be known to all men. There he is. Mm-hmm. The Lord is near. In other words, how is your... Uh, you know, let your forbearing spirit be known to all men by how you live in mm-hmm. harmony. Right. You, you know, intent on one purpose. It's on display. Things. Yeah, it's abs- So don't be anxious for anything. Well, what's mm-hmm. the context here? Don't be anxious when you're in prison. Don't be anxious when you're, you see people who are preaching the gospel for sordid gain or, or personal advancement mm-hmm. or impure motives. Christ has proclaimed, mm-hmm. in this I will rejoice, right? Uh, don't be anxious uh, when your critic is saying, see, we're winning and you're losing. You know, mm-hmm. we're not in prison. Paul is. You're on the wrong side. Um, we're on the right side. You can tell it by looking at our situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're focused on earthly things. Right. Right. Uh, and uh, their destruction uh, is their appetite. And their glory, the thing, the very thing they're glorying in is their shame, and they've mm-hmm. set their mind on earthly things. So remind yourself, our citizenship, don't be anxious mm-hmm. when you see this done. Mm-hmm. But by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts. doesn't say he'll answer your prayers. And, mm-hmm. you know, what petition? Uh, what would be the most relevant petition? Thy kingdom come, thy will be done mm-hmm. on right. earth as it is in heaven. I mean, yeah, Paul's come, Lord Jesus. patiently entrusting mm-hmm. himself. I don't Until regard as having, but I press on to the, mm-hmm. uh, have this attitude in yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Follow our example. So, so the very Endurance, attitude in it, stay yeah, firm. that's right. Uh, so finally, brethren, whatever is true and honorable mm-hmm. and right, the things which you have seen in Paul and mm-hmm. witnessed in Paul and seen in Epaphrodites and witnessed in Timothy. These things which you've learned and received and heard and seen in me, mm-hmm. practice these things. Yeah. Boy, that's a testimony, isn't it? Think well, about our ministry. And and as ministers, um, Paul isn't just saying, listen to my words. He's saying, listen to my words and see how I live them out. Mm-hmm. Do the same, right? Um, and so I think this is very important. This is why the qualifications for elders aren't just ability to teach, not just to exhort in sound doctrine and refute those who are contrary, but husband of one wife, mm-hmm. not fond of sordid gain, not addicted to much wine, having children. Who, these are the mm-hmm. qualifications because this is the demonstration that the teaching has infiltrated their character. Mm-hmm. It is, it is part of who they are. Part of who they mm-hmm. are, and so their their belief has become their conviction, which changes the whole prayer list yes, thing it does. for the church. Yeah, and then and Titus does this, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and then they can't look and say, "Well, see, look at that pastor." Right. Well, what about your kids? What about your? Um, so so they can exhort in sound doctrine and refute, so that they can exhort in sound mm-hmm. doctrine and refute those who contradict. Mm-hmm. These qualifications are so that they have the authority mm-hmm. to refute right. and exhort, right? Right. I, uh, but I have rejoiced greatly in the Lord that now at last you have re- revived your concern for me. Indeed, I wa- you were concerned before, but you lacked opportunity. Not that I speak from what. He's not uh, 
televangelist begging for money. Right. He's not saying, no. <laughs> I, I don't need your money. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't need your cash. Can't help me in prison anyway. Right. Right. Um, for I have learned to be content in whatever circumstances I am in. I know how to get along in humble means, and I know how to live in prosperity. Mm-hmm. In every, in any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of being filled and going hungry, both of having abundance and suffering need. Paul has learned the secret. Paul has learned the secret. Now, does he mm-hmm. desire they learn the secret? Sure. Yes. Sure. Uh, they follow his example? Uh, yes. yes, that they be of one mind. Yes, that they destroy. Yes, uh, so that what he can do through Christ, he wants them to be able to do mm-hmm. through Christ. I can mm-hmm. do all things. I can endure all things. Mm-hmm. I've learned how to get along with a lot or with nothing. I can do all things through Christ mm-hmm. who strengthens me. And I want you to be able to do mm-hmm. all things through Christ. But the all things isn't, you know, you know, leap you tall know, buildings, you know, or, single mile. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, fast be faster than a speeding <laughs> bullet, or, yeah, no. or uh, right. lo- something about a locomotive. Or something, something. something like I, can't, that. I can't remember. Yeah. We were thinking. We were scary. really young we were back then, yeah. and we were thinking the same thing. <laughs> yeah. That's scary. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, this doesn't turn you into Superman. Right. What it does is it gives you the this correct perspective mm-hmm. uh, to uh, not be anxious, uh, but to be patient, to look towards the things that are. Uh, pure and right and honorable mm. and true and all this stuff uh, that you've seen in Paul that you uh, you know, you should continue to emulate right those mm-hmm. are the things you can do through Christ, the hope of Christ who strengthens you mm-hmm. right it's to this reality that our redeemer and our citizenship is in heaven and we're looking for mm-hmm. his return mm-hmm. and so we're going to endure until oh. and when he returns then we will be made perfect well and I think Paul's saying consistent endurance. Absolutely. He's consistent no matter the circumstance. We we adjust to our circumstance. Paul's saying, no, this is the way I am yeah. consistently through. Yeah, boy, we could all grow in that for sure. Mm-hmm. Right? Nevertheless, you have done well to share with me in, in my affliction. And you yourselves know, Philippians, that at the – now listen, you know, was it absolutely imperative that the Gentiles identify with Paul? Yes. Mm-hmm. Paul was the apostle sent to the Gentiles. Okay, um, you know you, you hear this sometimes where some pastor or some teacher says, you know, uh, look, they supported Paul. You got to support me, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, yeah. no. Uh, you're not Paul, right? <laughs> okay. No, I've heard that. <laughs> Paul, Paul's a big yeah. deal, right? Yes, he is. Uh, right, and so to be concerned about Paul is to be concerned about the gospel, mm-hmm. right? Um, but we don't turn that around and say, well, if you're not concerned about pastor fill in the blank, you're not concerned about the gospel. No, no, mm-hmm. no. This, that's, Paul's in a whole different category. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Yeah. Uh, and so you yourselves know, Philippians, that my first preaching of the gospel after I departed from Macedonia, no church shared with me the matter of giving and receiving but you alone. Even in Thessalonica, you sent a gift more than once for my needs. And I don't care about the, the gift. Yeah, I don't, I don't it's seek, not the gift he's It's not the about. gift. Mm-hmm. But I seek the profit which increases to your account, right? In mm-hmm. other words, it's not that you are just supporting me. It's that you are you have not disengaged from participation in the gospel. Mm-hmm. And if you disengage from participation in the gospel, then I, Paul, will have run in vain, mm-hmm. right? right? And we don't want that. So right. I'm excited. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't care that They're you're giving engaged. me. I just care that you're engaged engaged in the the gospel gospel. and Mm -hmm. that this profit is increasing to Mm -hmm. your account. But I have received everything in full. I have an abundance. I'm amply supplied. 
you, uh, having received from Epaphrodites what you have sent, a fragrant aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, well-pleasing to God. And my God shall supply all your needs. Now, what do they need? Uh, they need to be of the same mind. Yeah. They need to set same their spirit. same spirit. Same purpose. Uh, right. All they the things that he's anxious. mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they need to focus mm-hmm. on certain things. Yeah. So and following all, his example. All of your, mm-hmm. all of your needs. You know, Paul say, man, I need a Ferrari here in prison. No, that's not what he's talking about, right? And they don't need it either. That's right. Uh, and, uh, that uh, um, that uh, he shall supply all of your needs according to the riches, his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. In other words, everything you need mm-hmm. is bound up in the hope of Christ. Mm-hmm. What you think you need isn't what you need. Right. Um, how you're going to solve your earthly problems is a heavenly solution. That's right. And that heavenly solution is going to come to earth. Mm -hmm. And so what you think you need, what you think your problems are down here, that's not your problems. That's caused by the lack of the solution being present on the earth. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So uh, now to our God and Father, be glory forever and ever. Greet every saint in Christ Jesus. Every saint Mm -hmm. in Christ Jesus. The brethren who are with me greet you. All the saints greet you, especially those of Caesar's house. I, of mm. all of the endings of every book, I like this one the <laughs> yeah. best, right? Capstone I like this one right the there. Best. Yeah. Oh, by the way. Yeah. Caesar's uh, house. <laughs> yeah. I'm up here locked up in, uh, in mm-hmm. prison, and they're chaining guards to me one after another. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not chained to them. They're chained to me, and mm-hmm. I'm sharing the gospel with them one after another, and I've won the whole uh, Caesar's household mm-hmm. over. And now those on the outside of Caesar's household, those who aren't in prison, have much more uh, strength and much more desire, much mm-hmm. more confidence to share the gospel. So tell me again how this was a bad deal. Right. Right. No, no, no. I've learned to, to follow the Lord mm-hmm. and be content in all circumstances and just trust him. Right. And so you do the same. That's heavenly wisdom. Yeah, yeah that, that's good stuff. Mm-hmm. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you in your spirit. That's just good. And so, mm-hmm. so man, uh, I think that throughout the history of the church, there's always been times where people say, well, we need uh, to hear this more today than the church has ever needed to hear this. Well, that's probably not the case. No. <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. COVID is horrible, right? Mm-hmm. We're going through stuff that's terrible, that... Uh, the world seems to be a mess. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, earthquakes and floods and, you know, overthrown governments. That's and, such the case. It, it, whole history. Um, yeah. Every day. Every day. Throughout the history of the mm-hmm. world, that's been the case. Mm-hmm. And it's not getting better. It's going yeah. to get worse. Yeah. And Jesus says, don't worry about it. These are just rumors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But the king's coming. That's right? right. And so our hope is a future reward. Uh Take courage. I've overcome the yeah, world. The church yeah. is persecuted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Always yep. has been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are they killing us today? Not in America. Not now. Um, apathy is what's killing the church today, mm-hmm. not swords yeah. and bullets. Lack of knowing the gospel is killing the church. Uh, not in a literal sense, but certainly mm-hmm. in a figurative sense. Mm-hmm. It's killing the ministry of the church. Well, it's killing the, the witness of Christ. Yes. And, mm-hmm. and so we need to hear this. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to hear these hard words of suffering and endurance and steadfastness and in remaining faithful. Um, Jude's words, uh, I'm reminded of Jude's words in Jude 3 that, that, uh, you know, he wants to write to these people. He says, I want to write to you concerning our common salvation, but I couldn't. Yeah. I, I need to write to you, uh, to exhort you to, to, to encourage you to contend earnestly. 
mm-hmm. for the faith once for all handed down to the saints. Mm-hmm. Contend earnestly, fight for it, right, right, and endure because of it. Because we don't false teachers are yeah, coming. Yeah, we don't. We don't. They're here. We don't know how to fight for the faith. We don't. We don't even. Uh, we don't even understand. You and I have talked about this. People today don't understand what it means to sacrifice, to fight, to be in the battle, the no-quit mindset. Uh, maybe you get a little bit of that in athletics, but as far as the church, yeah, we're pretty soft. Yeah, and, so, and I remember when I was young in my faith, I, you know, the stories, you, 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 mm-hmm. you read the stories of the Bible, and the one that just grabbed my attention, I just, I still love it, right? Uh I had one of my first horses I named uh, uh, Meshach because of this story, <laughs> yeah. right? Shadrach, yeah. Meshach, Abednego. Abednego. This is uh-huh. before Kate yeah. and I had kids, you know. Yeah. So, you, so you name you name your animals, right? yeah. That's it's right. A biblical character. Yeah, that's right. So, so here's my horse named yeah. after this biblical character, and and you know they're gonna throw him in the in the flame. Mm-hmm. And these three men stand there and say, "We don't care what you do. That's right. We're not bowing. Mm-hmm. And our God's able to deliver us. And even if He doesn't." Yeah. We're not bound. That's the part I like. I Even like if he doesn't. Even if he, he doesn't, doesn't. There's nothing you can That's do. Right. Our God can save us. And we know that. Mm-hmm. And we have confidence in that. Why? Well, because they read out of Isaiah, probably. Uh-huh. Walked the, uh, but even if he doesn't, know this. Mm-hmm. We're, we're not, not going bound. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's good. We're not tapping out. <laughs> That's yeah. right. That's right. That's yeah. right. So, yeah. Uh, I guess you need to get on yeah. with uh, with the heating up the fire there, yeah. King Nebuchadnezzar. Which you know it makes me ask another question: is I wonder if other countries, churches in other countries, uh, I wonder their prayer for the American church. I wonder if the American church would like how the rest of the world's praying for us and our faith. Oh yes, because we we're so soft. Yeah. So, yeah. but uh, and that we would stand firm. Uh, yeah. We have all this. Uh, theology, all of these books written mm-hmm. about God, and and students come to the seminary from all over the world, and the first thing they have to do is learn English so that they can read books written about the character and uh, the revelation of God so that they can take it back. We have these books in our language, and we don't read them, right. and we don't know them. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's right. just sad. Mm-hmm. It's really just, it's a, sad, just commentary. A sad, sad commentary. Well, I really, uh, out of all these, you know this, I've shared this, but uh, Philippians is one of my favorite letters. And it's just, for me, it's it's capstone. It's it, For me, it keeps me between the lines. This is the so, Bible's version of Rocky the movie. Yeah, right? you exactly. Come this yeah. one and you're ready you come to up to the steps, gloves, <laughs> hands <laughs> raised, <laughs> that's right. And so, yeah. But, uh, you know, living it out is tough. But I think we, this is one letter that we should nail down so that we're prepared for what's to come. Absolutely. And be consistent. I like consistent endurance throughout, regardless of circumstance. So definitely applies to us today. And, and David, uh, thank you for today. And let's, uh, let's get ready for the next one. Absolutely. Thanks for listening to Teach Me the Bible podcast. For more information, download our app. If you have any questions or desire to continue our discussion from today's topic, send an email to teachmethebible at championfellowship.org. Remember, your belief drives your behavior. See you next time.